Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And good morning, dear ones. Reverend Robert over here. Reverend G right here. And we're a couple of ministers talking shit. And we do this every Friday morning here on the New Thought Media Network, 7 a.m. Mountain Time. Thank you for being with us. Uh, Z, it's been a crazy week. As always, it, uh, you know, it's fall. Everything is falling. <laughs> <laughs> it is fall and everything is falling. Um, and... Uh, Hey, remember it's uh, it's time to renew your health insurance as well. It's that season, so I, uh, you know, leave that till the end. Don't do it today. Leave it till the end. <laughs> anyway, we wanted to say hi this morning, and we've got a few different stories. A couple we're following. Uh, something else we did want to really say is, hey, congratulations to the United States government. Um, we are officially allowed to spend money for two more months. Z. Um, yes. They passed a bill that they farted around with until the last minute, creating all this drama, causing the stock market to go up and down, causing all kinds of gyrations. And for what? To make a point to, that that's not even pointable, if you will. I mean, at some point, at, at some point, we have to realize that we can't do all this stop and start. You, you're telling me you're in that position. Just for the people, of the people, by the people, but yet you call all this angst. So I'm glad we're past it. We got to come up with a better way of doing this. Um, and every yeah, couple of years it happens. Oh, yeah, every year we kick we kick the can down the road by six months at a time. It seems anymore. <laughs> and all this does is put us off till Feb till December third. So <clears> you know everybody's going to go to Thanksgiving, and then they're going to come back from Thanksgiving, and then they're gonna, we're going to do this all again. Yeah. Um, you know, folks, I'm going to – we encourage you all the time on this program. <laughs> Write your politicians. Tell them you're tired of this. Uh, it, it just struck me. It feels like, a, you know, a middle schooler trying to, trying to get a middle schooler to write a term paper. Yeah. They, they're going to put that thing off to the last friggin' minute. And in the last hour before it's due, they're going to write a shitty term paper that barely covers the, the needs. But they're going to walk away with a B – because the teachers are too afraid to fail anybody anymore and just going to kick them into the next grade anyway. But that's another story. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so for now, folks, uh, the United States is not going bankrupt. Although I did see a story yesterday that, uh, who was it? Jamie Diamond has said he's starting to move assets in place for when America does default. Ah. One of our greatest money makers is betting we're gonna lose. Wow! I think we should. I think we should short sale Jamie Diamond on that. But yeah, I used to. I used to. I used to technically work for Jamie Diamond when I worked at J.P. Morgan. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be true. Huh? <laughs> Write your old boss a letter. What'd you think? Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll get on that one. <laughs> uh, 
folks, in another story today, this is another one of those ones where we're going to raise up some hearts and prayers and lots of prayers. We keep coming back to this, Z, and I know that we we haven't found a, an answer. I don't know anybody does, but there was another school shooting yesterday in Memphis, Tennessee. Now, folks, you may you may be like, ah, school shooting, you know, that happens all the time. Uh, this one's got a little bit of a twist that I don't like. A 13-year-old <clears throat> shot another 13-year-old. And, uh, and they've arrested him. Uh, on murder, well, they've arrested the young man. He turned himself in. They went looking for him. He turned himself in. Um, the police have him. They haven't released very much information at all. We don't know if this is um, a, a black young man or a white young man or a Hispanic young man or an Islander young man or, or any, of the, any of his background. We don't know his name. Um, but what we do know is they're saying this is premeditated. And uh, most likely this young man is going to be charged with murder, with aggravated murder beyond the fact that a normal 13 year old probably i know i probably did wants to go through the i want to kill you i want to kill right how does this kid get a gun 13 year old i i i'm yeah i'm concerned for this young man i'm concerned for his mental health i'm concerned for the education that got him there but i'm more concerned that somehow this kid got his hands on a gun yeah, you know, I having grown up in the South and, uh, you know, there's hunting going on and, uh, you know, he may have gotten a parent's gun. However, uh, let me just step back. Most of the time when we, I was growing up in, in, in the South, in the country, as they would say, uh, you know, if kids had, excuse me, if kids had guns, they were more like shotguns to do bird hunting or something like that. It wasn't a handgun. I can conceal a handgun. I can't conceal a shotgun coming in unless I'm doing some sawed-off handle and sawed-off barrel. Uh, you know, I got to do some work to conceal a shotgun. Right. And, you know, the, 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 the teaching or the education that went along with that to respect the gun, to respect life, even if it was the animal you were hunting life, there was a there was a, a a protocol about it. Now, you know, it's it's about being whatever macho or tough or you know in charge or control. A thirteen year old, that's somebody in seventh grade, eighth grade, depending on where their birthday falls. Yep. Uh, that's a that's a tough call, and it's happening more and more. Yeah, a very very tough call, and <clears throat> now. So I guess there's no way around it. I don't want to blame any one aspect of society here, but this to me is a demonstration that society has gotten increasingly more violent, aggressive. Yeah. And we're willing to solve our, our problems with a trigger. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, I hear all the time about, um, you know, the violent movies we have and the violent games we have. Oh, they don't matter. They don't, they don't, they don't really affect, but we know that they do. When we, you know, we've just gone two years roughly with the COVID with kids stuck in front of a TV or a video game. The most popular games are warlike shoot 'em up kind of games. 
there's no way with all the pent up everything that that's not affecting people, adults, children, and anybody else who's watching it or playing it. Yeah. I think, I think it's, it's pushing America towards a mental health crisis. Yes. Um, it really is. It, I've got a great example of this, actually. I hadn't thought of it. Sometimes I'm a little late to the party, folks. <laughs> Some, sometimes I purposefully stay away from the party, right? So I have never watched The Walking Dead. But I, start, but I started. <laughs> so I'll just say it right now. Don't do it. Don't, don't, don't do it. <laughs> Because because I'm only a few seasons in now. Now, I know this has got like 11 seasons, right? The whole thing's coming to a culmination and everybody's talking about this. No, don't tell me anything. Don't spoil it. But I'm walking around the world anymore now, you know, waiting for a zombie to come out from behind the corner and, and like, you know, looking at people a little strange. Are you all right? Are you sick? And, you know, it we can make the same analogy here in the pandemic that we're walking around. Everybody's wondering who's, who's real, who's dead, who's alive, who's authentic, who's got the vaccine, who doesn't have the vaccine, who might get me sick, who can I trust? Here's where we come down to, right? Is who we, I believe we need to get this country back to a place where we can trust each other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you look at, you, you know, you look at all the movies, you talk about that, you talk about these, these movies and series called The Purge, and we look at all these dystopia, we got, we got Dune coming out, we got a bunch of other dystopia movies that have come out and are coming out. When we couple that against the backdrop of where we are in terms of uh, uh, climate change and, and economics and medical pandemics and educational uh, infrastructures and pay and, and yada, yada, yada. It's almost looked like, you know, they're, they're playing this role of setting up this dystopia environment that we're going to have to live in after we've destroyed the doggone planet, the infrastructure, trust, and everything. And if people see that long enough, they even when it happens, although it's not acceptable, they will begin to accept it and act accordingly. Yeah. And it's interesting as we're sharing this, this is great because all of these movies and, and um, Linda made a comment. Don't watch anything with zombies as primary characters. I'm with you, uh, Linda. Uh, don't. <laughs> and truthfully in, in this program, they're not a primary character. It, they're always extras or right? there's no, you never see a zombie more than a couple of seconds, any one of them for more than a minute or two at the most on screen. But what they're showing you is how easily society can fall apart and how easily even the most clear person in the world can rapidly throw away all of their yes. uh, values yes. in order to survive, quote, survive. My so, father, my father always said to me, he said, given the right situation and the right time and the right place, anybody will do anything. That is, just, you know, uh, uh, if you're in the right situation and time and place and everything, 
what you stand on as your absolute guiding principles can be eroded and you will go off the rails. So to all our new friend, new thought friends in Hollywood, right? We need a we need a program. We need eleven seasons of yes. Hang, let's go back to uh, what was what was that show? Uh, Touched by an angel. Touched by an angel. Yes, right. Let's, let's go back. Let's have another eleven seasons of you know partying with the angels, real life with the angels, hanging with the and show the people that are doing the like. Like let's create stories of yeah. utopia. But you know, and Della Reese was a New Thought minister, by the way. Yeah, um, true. And it would be good to see a great metaphysical uh, series come out. Um, you know, using metaphysical principles and 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 all that whole backdrop to populate mm -hmm. <laughs> these ideas. <laughs> and let, let's see if we can get these kinds of things populated. And people begin to and see what that balance, how the balance swings. Right. Would be interesting study, right? Yep. Would be interesting. <laughs> so all, all you writers and screenplay guys and and you know, pick this up, run with it. I don't need yep. any credit. I'll take a couple of dollars, a few tickets, but uh if it's a play or you know, a cameo. We'll take it. In the in the series, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. We'll get a cameo. We we just need a couple of walk-ons. That's all, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> but but I, I like no. This is real, right? See, this is and folks, if you're watching, these are how this these are how great ideas get started. Truly, yes. yes. It, it's it's we're not. I'm not here to react and respond, but we're here to respond to these things. Not to react to the events that are going on, but to respond to them. And what if we did have a program, you know, um, real life ministers? I, I don't know. Let's <laughs> set up they, some sort of. They've had a couple of those and they've been interesting, I'd say the least. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what we want to, but now, nah, you know, bring a camera into my church. What the hell? Yeah. Film, film everything, right? And let's be transparent. I think that's one of the biggest things that's to me, that's one of the biggest things that holds me back from trust is if you're not transparent, if you're not really clear and very much, Hey, this is what's going on. This is what we're doing. Da, 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 da. Okay. And, 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 and I would interject that, you know, there's this saying that goes, everything is not for everybody. Right. Right. Um, so, we understand, you know, there's verses in the Bible that you don't give a baby strong wine or meat and, and, and milk or wine or whatever that particular saying is. But it's it's indicating that in this idea of transparency, that doesn't mean we just open up everything to everybody because everybody's not ready for it. We get, you know, uh, 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 Paul Massant will serve no wine before his time. Right. Basically, that there is a timing thing on when we serve up stuff whether it's information, access, and we have to understand a 13-year-old at a high school in Memphis should not have access to a gun. Correct. Right? Uh, Correct. And so when, 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 we, when we provide information, technology, whatever, to, to, to an individual or our society or group of society that's not ready to handle that information, it sets itself up for potential problems and, and you know, 
disastrous results. Yes. Timing, timing is everything. And uh, we're going to shift stories here for you folks as we're learning even more overnight. On the timing. <laughs> of the timing regarding Gabby Petito and Brian Laundry. Um, you know, I, I was sharing, Z, we were talking before the program. I want to share with the folks. I personally, I'm having a tough time with all these, quote, new celebrity YouTube sleuths that are live streaming from end, hours on end every day trying to pick apart every little piece and part and this and that and the other thing um new you know for me that's just trying to create celebrity by riding off the back of tragedy and that is not what we're about well and and, and you know i just just to put a little cap on that i saw i saw uh 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 part of the story where Donald Trump Jr. has announced his confident that his confidence in reality TV personality, you know, dog, the the, the bounty hunter Hunter. is going to find is going to find the guy. He's confident. (laughs) Okay, so this is a great example, right? Dog the bounty hunter wants to get involved. Okay, now it's in his name. He's a bounty hunter. He did make a, a great living and a, and, a, and built a great business around bounty hunting for a long, long time before he became a, quote, reality star, before yeah. they got him on TV. So, yeah, does he have skills? Sure. Do we need to break into the news because somebody on his team found a, a crushed up monster energy drink can? Breaking news. Dog's team finds energy i saw this yesterday yesterday the day before it's like i believe part of what led to all of this <clears throat> is a misplaced belief that all you need is a cell phone and a van and you can go out on the road and be a celebrity and and i still see so many of these news reports that are pointing to the fact that she was a a YouTube blogger, you know, and a blogger. And it's like, I still haven't found anything of any substance by Gabby on the internet, as far as like a presence she's put, she put out some posts, right? So not to try to bounce on that beat up on her, but these two kids are out in the country following a dream, no problem there, but we're now learning overnight that Moab police probably had more information than they've, well, they definitely had more information than they've released because they released a whole new body cam, right. a whole new hour of body cam footage, a second, a second body cam. Okay. Why have we not had this for the last two weeks is first question. Um, it does l- lend new light. But as you were sharing with me this morning, it also provides fodder for those sensationalists to create headlines that are based on that are nothing more than clickbait. Yep. Because they're not true. Um, yep. Share that that headline you found yep. with us today. You know, so there, there's a story I saw on Gabby, Gabby claiming that Brian cut her in a new body cam video. So. That's going to stop right out because the first thing that's going to come up is, oh, there was a cut. 
That means there was a knife. Somebody should have been arrested right away. That's assault with a deadly weapon, right? But as you read the story, it appears that he grabbed her face and when she snatched away or he pulled away, he scratched her. And so she described that as a cut and that she didn't, like when she started crying and started burning or whatever because of the salt in the wound, so forth. But but these sensational headlines, as you said, which are, are bait, clickbait, um, is a challenge. And, and then, now this young lady has been missing for over a year. I mean, a month, rather. Mm -hmm. In addition to the two officers there from Moab that I'm now finding out that there were two park rangers that were also there with video cam on. Okay. And I know one's federal in one city and state. Okay. But the moment they found the body and this uh, young man traveled away or he, you know, he tried to escape. Now it's abating. Uh, I mean, abating. And now crossing state lines, potentially, now we got a federal crime, right? Because right. once you go across the state line with something, it jumps in the federal. Right. Yep. Why? You know, it's, it's it 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 bothers me, especially as a black man. It bothers me. Well, and it, it's again, it's part of the 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 obfuscation, the hiding of information from the public. And now I understand maybe there's something in there. You know, if they didn't know what would happen, <laughs> I get the whole, you got to withhold a piece of information to make sure you can weed out the crazies because only the killer would really know this piece of information, right? But it's not like we're wondering who the killer is here, folks. We just got to get the man, the boy, the man in a room and question and the, and the truth will come out. <laughs> right. The truth. Oh, wait. here's the here's the what I love. And this is part of what I love about science of mind and the new thought philosophy as well. The truth always. Always comes out. It might take 10 years. It might. But there's a, there, the truth always wins. And in this case, that's going to happen, too. It's a shame. It, it, it It's heartbreaking that we had to get here. But more and more and watching. I want you to know. If you haven't watched these videos, these body cam videos and interviews, because they're going back and forth between Gabby and Brian and the, the police, I believe, are trying to do the best they can. And they're trying they're trying to find a way to not separate these two. They're, they're, they're concerned that there's only one vehicle. There are hundreds and hundreds of miles from home. They're trying their best to not make uh, to not alienate these two kids from, from using, utilizing or trusting the police in the future. And, but I think they make a big, huge mistake in this one. Um, because as we learn more and more, what we're learning is this was an abusive relationship and it's, it's just, it, there was something not safe there, whether it, it whether it was mutually mm -hmm. abusive or one way abusive, <laughs> And here's, 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 my, here's my two points of contention with this whole thing. <clears throat> One, for this young lady to be missing as long as she was, and this young man to come back home with her car 
and the parents can't report a missing persons or some kind of, you know, investigate this young man who went out with my daughter in her van and he comes back with her van and he's not there and he's not answering questions. That is an absolute problem. Now, I know we got all the amendments and rights and everything, but the 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 right thing to do is where are you the owner of this vehicle? No. Who is the owner of the vehicle? Gabby. Where is Gabby? Uh, I don't know. Oh, we got a problem. How do you have her van and you don't know where she is? How are you going to get it back to her? That's, I mean, there's something wrong with that, with that whole thing, right? Then number two, we've seen, I've seen two couples fighting that were not from this background, not from this, uh, you know, part of society, black and brown people, in that case, somebody would have gone to jail, no doubt. If they were start talking about hitting and they start bringing people in and she's talking about scratches on her face, somebody is going to be detained. They might not go to jail, but in, in terms of being locked, but they're going to be detained and somebody's going to have to come get somebody and they're going to have to go away. They're not going to, especially with all of the domestic violent cases we've seen where where we know they've, in the past, they've questioned, they've let go, and the person's gone back, and now someone's dead. And in this case, that's what's happened. Right. You know, folks, I was saying this earlier. It's okay to be a nice person. I was saying before the show. But that old saying about nice guys finish last, I don't know about finish last, but I've seen a lot of cases now where the nice guy actually exacerbates a problem. And I think mm -hmm. that happened here in Moab. Let me give you a real quick example. My eldest is learning, is in the process of uh, learning how to drive. So every so often we get to get, we'll sit down and we'll watch some of these videos on YouTube, you know, crashes and instant karma. And we watch some of the really stupid stuff that people do in their vehicle. The classic is the guy in the left-hand lane is going to be nice to let somebody turn in front of them into a store. So they sit there and they're nice. But the person in the right-hand lane doesn't know what's going on and they're just going along at a good 30 miles an hour and they're just headed towards a green light and suddenly there's a car in front of them. I'm teaching my kid, you never trust the nice guy on, on, the, high, on the roads. Right? It, it's a bad move. And here's why. Because legally, you got to keep moving in that lane. So the nice guy's breaking the law and creating a hazard on the road, which again and again and again and again and again has proven to not work, to, to cause injury. What we saw in Moab were some nice cops that were trying everything they could. And they discuss it on the roadside ad nauseum. You listen to these, these videos, they're going over it again and again and again. Well, if we charge him, then this is going to happen to her. Well, if we charge her, then this is going to happen to him. Well, what if we do this? What if we do that? At one point they're like, okay, so you take the van and go sleep, but I don't know where she's going to go. Where is she going to go? Can we get her into a women's shelter for the night? Well, come on guys. She owns the van, <laughs> not him. So, <clears throat> Again, you don't, I don't encourage watch if you go watch them if you want, but it's, it's tough. It's tough to watch these. It's an hour. There's two different videos. So you're looking at two hours to look at both these perspectives at the end of the day. 
I think the cops should have done their job better and should have arrested them both in Moab. It might have hurt in the long run to have a, 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 an arrest record. It might have hurt to spend a night in jail. It might have hurt to spend the whole weekend in jail. But I got a pretty good idea that somebody from Florida or New York, somebody's parents would have gotten on a plane and flown to Moab to bail their asses out. And Gabby would be alive, most likely alive. And Brian wouldn't be hiding in a swamp or running and, from, from federal law. And we know with with arrest records and stuff like that, they have all kinds of programs. It, it wouldn't have been a felony record. It wouldn't have been, it would have been some kind of misdemeanor that they would have did. They, and there are all kinds of programs where if you stay out of trouble, you do community service, you do a probation period, we will wipe your record clean if that's what they're worried about. I mean, that, you know, it, it, all of it has, it needs to be examined and we need to look at how we handle these kind of situations and police people in this country. Yep. You know, folks, life is like, um, there's a highway junction in Salt Lake City called the Spaghetti Bowl. I bet you can imagine the imagery. Life is like that. There, there's a million intersections. There's a million off ramps. There's a million on ramps. We can second guess and, and Monday morning quarterback this thing to death. Yep. And that's not going to get us there. But what I think does get us there is when we start to look at the solution, at what comes next, at what we can do next. So, yes, there's a lesson here from the Moab police. I'm sure that with the release of this second video, that department is looking internally at what we could have done better there. There are going to be countless opportunities and examples of where some people could have done this or that or the other thing. Most important, I believe, is that phone number that's running across the bottom of your screen. And we've left it there for a while, male or female. It doesn't matter. If you are in a, a domestic abuse relationship, if your relationship is abusive, if, if, uh, if you don't know what to do, there's a phone number and a text. Um, and... Um, Great work, great organization, 1-800-799-TALK. Pick up a phone, text or call if you are in any sort of any type of domestic violence relationship, please. Yeah. Well, there it is, folks. We've done it again. <clears throat> Over our allotted time frame. Luckily, there's nobody on air right now behind us. So, uh, but uh, now, Z, you're going to be on tomorrow morning, correct? Yes. Um, following the flow, right? No, allowing the flow. Allowing the flow. Here uh, it is. yeah. Access the flow. Access the flow. It's all. It's all about the flow. And so, what <laughs> we're going to really look at and talk about is is how do we begin to get into the flow of life? When we look at life, when we look at nature, and we understand how it uh, recovers from situations, accentuate and grows. Uh, supports all of life, that's how we want to live. In an idea of how do we flow, knowing that life is a up and down flow, how do we live and move and have our being in that way of life, that way of living, that way of looking at, at situations and problems, and then coming out on the other side better, wiser, and more in tune with all there is. Right on. Yes. 
And folks, if you're interested on Sunday morning, Rev Z will be speaking at Center for Spiritual Living Denver, uh, 10 o'clock. And uh, you and I are, are sort of, uh, we're battling it out this week, I guess, a little bit. I'm at 1030. I'm going to be speaking live at 1030 uh, at the Althea Center. If you're in Denver, join us live. If not, join us online, Althea, .t uh, Althea TV or uh, AltheaCenter.org. Uh, I'm speaking about the beloved community on Sunday. What are you speaking about? The divine he's community. Got two, he's yeah. got two talks this week. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Sunday is on the community as well. I mean, we're, because right now community is important. And, and community could have helped in all these situations we've talked about today. And that's what we want to accentuate. We have to get back to a loving, strong, in-tune community. Yes. Nothing more than that, folks. There we go. All right. We're going to get out of here. If you'd like to join the conversation, please do email ministertalk at ntmedia.org. And as always, your donations are greatly appreciated. We are a 501c3. Uh, and as we end up, as we come into the final quarter of the year, uh, those donations are more important than ever. Make sure we're here next year. Thanks for being with us. We're going to get out of here and let you get into your morning. Join us at the top of the hour for Be Your Own Hero with Seku Rights and our normal uh, 8.15 prayer time, 8.30 morning sip, 9 o'clock, wake up, say thank you, 9.30, the global peace, med collective meditation for global peace. Uh, so much going on around the network today. Uh, please join us again and again and again. Z, final thought. Hey, open your heart, learn how to survive all of the stuff going on, and let's support each other in a better way of living. Absolutely. Until next time. Peace. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking. We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings.